For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life, from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome, and let's begin. Hey, everyone. This is Stephen James from Project Life Mastery. And today I'm going to share with you how to come up with a great brand name for your business. Coming up with a brand name is one of the first and most important things you're going to do when you're first starting your business. And you want to utilize every advantage that you can get. So today I want to share with you a few criterias that you might want to think about and consider when choosing a brand name. The first thing I'd say is making sure that your brand name is memorable. And when people see it or hear it, they can remember it. If you have a brand name that's difficult for someone to remember or spell or pronounce, then in my opinion, that's going to be a bit of a disadvantage. It doesn't necessarily mean that you still can't be successful because obviously there's many brand names out there that might not be as memorable as others. But what you do with your brand and how you build it and how you market it is really what's going to make the biggest difference at the end of the day. But nonetheless, having one that people can remember, that when they see it or hear it, they can write it down, it kind of clicks in their mind so that they can come back to it at a later point or when they see it again, you know, it brings them back to that. I think that's a great advantage to have. Now, another thing to consider is a brand name that when people see it or hear it, they right away immediately get a sense of what that brand is about. So I'll give you a few different examples. Uh, one brand name is called Rocket Languages. Rocket Languages. Now, when you hear that brand name, you can already kind of get a general sense of what that brand, what that company is about. So when you hear the word languages, you get a sense that it's a company that might teach people how to learn different languages. 
So that's an example of where they used a word that's relevant to their audience that helps them be more memorable and people know what that brand is about. Another example would be Strength Camp. Strength Camp is a popular YouTuber. When you hear that brand name, you get a general sense what that brand, what that company is about, how to build strength and how to be the strongest version of yourself. Uh, I have a friend of mine that has a brand called Campfire Guitar Star, Campfire Guitar Star on YouTube. And you get a sense that it's about learning how to play the guitar. Or another example, my company, Project Life Mastery. When you hear that, you get a sense, okay, maybe this is around developing yourself, um, how to master and improve different parts of your life. I have another friend who's got a company called App Empire, App Empire. When you hear that, you get a sense as about how to build an app empire, how to build and sell your own apps online. So those are a few different examples where the brand name represents what the company is about. They're using keywords that the niche and the audience that they're trying to attract can recognize and remember and get a sense, hey, I know what that's about versus hey, I, you know, I hear this word, I see this company name, I'm not quite sure what that is, and it takes that person a bit more time to figure that out. Now, I do gotta mention there's many exceptions to this. This is not a hard and fast rule, obviously, because some of the biggest brands in the world, like Amazon and Apple, are brand names that have nothing to do with what the company is actually about. So Apple uh, you know, has nothing to do with apples, but these are companies, or Tesla, that built their brand so big that they chose a word that is a one, you know, one word company name or sometimes a two word uh, company name, which oftentimes, by the way, is better to keep it short. I'd say one, two, or even three words. When you go beyond that, it becomes a little bit more challenging, but they did such a good job with their marketing of that brand name and they created you know, a brand around Tesla or Apple or Facebook that people can remember and associate emotion to. And by the way, that's how I define a brand. A brand is nothing more than just a name that a mass amount of people recognize and associate feelings and emotions to. And that's the process of marketing and advertising. That's why companies wanna have their brand name and their logo appear as many places as possible. That's why they advertise on Facebook and television and YouTube. Again and again and again on billboards, the more that you see that brand name, the more you'll recognize it and associate emotion to that brand. And obviously these big brand, you know, Apple and, and Amazon and companies like that, they've invested so much to build their brand to what it is. But you might wanna consider the other option that I said, that if you don't have that money to market your brand to that level or that scale, to consider perhaps using some words in your brand name that does make it a little bit more memorable and very clear on what your brand is about. So that's just something for you to consider. Now, one thing that people ask, ask me about is uh, a building a personal brand. So if you wanna be an influencer online, maybe a YouTuber like myself, should you use your personal name and build a brand like that? Or should you build a brand, let's say like Project Life Mastery around a different name that's not your personal name? And I wanna share with you my perspective on that and why I chose to build a brand Project Life Mastery and not just Stephen James. Now Stephen James is a personal brand, just like celebrities and entertainers and actors and professional athletes, their name and who they are is a brand, okay? They are famous and they attract a lot of attention and those are names that a lot of people recognize, they associate emotion to these people and ultimately it's allowed them to make a lot of money from that. Now, the reason why I decided Project Life Mastery is because I didn't want to build a business that's purely just dependent on me. Because if something happens to me, then my business can cease to exist. And so by building a brand name Project Life Mastery, what that's allowed me to do is to grow and scale a business 
that doesn't necessarily have to be fully dependent on me. So with Project Life Mastery, I could have the option maybe one day if I want to bring in other influencers and speakers and coaches under that brand um, and, and maybe you know, have them teach and educate under the Project Life Mastery brand, I have the option to do that. And there's many companies that I've, I've seen and modeled have done something similar to that. Or potentially if I wanted to sell my business one day, which I'm not saying that I would, but if I wanted to, there's an option for that because someone's more likely to buy a brand name like Project Life Mastery that they can actually take and do different things with rather than ones that's purely dependent on Stephen James. So that's something that you might want to consider based on your long-term vision, what direction you want to go. And for me, I've still, regardless, been able to build the brand name Stephen James, which has been fantastic. Uh, so you can kind of do both, but those are other factors that I did consider in building that brand name as well as even the fact that uh, by using Project Life Mastery, people can recognize what that brand's about more than just hearing a personal name. Now, when it does come to using a personal brand name, one thing you can also consider that I know a lot of people do, it's very common for celebrities, for example, is to change your name if it is a name that's difficult for people to remember, pronounce, or spell. Okay, remember, pronounce, or spell. Uh, there's always exceptions to this. Arnold Schwarzenegger would be one that became so famous and his brand name and the name Schwarzenegger actually became a bit of an advantage for him. It became his unique selling proposition, the fact that he's you know, from Austria, he has this accent, he has this unique name and a very unique body. So that worked to his advantage and there's always cases of that. But a lot of, a lot of agents, for example, will tell you know, their, their, their client, let's say in Hollywood, to consider changing their name because having a name that is difficult for people to remember a spell can sometimes work against you. So it's very common in Hollywood, if you just do a Google search, you'd be surprised how a lot of celebrities that we all know, like, and love uh, have changed their names for that purpose. Um, and then, you know, there's examples like the famous basketball player, like, um, he's, he's from Greece. His name is Giannis Antetokounmpo, <laughs> and that's an example, by the way, of a last name that I'd argue a lot of the fans of the Milwaukee Bucks can't even pronounce that name. And regardless of that, it also demonstrates though, even in spite of having a very difficult to spell and pronounce last name, you could still do well just because his basketball talent and skill and all of that, in spite of the last name, can still make you great and build a great brand. Um, but in my opinion, I think he could have, if he did change his name and he decided not to, and that's fine, because there's also that perhaps pride and that you know, meaning that you have behind your last name as well. But um, you know, absolutely. I think if he had one that was easier to pronounce or spell, you know, he'd have a bigger brand name, uh, perhaps as a LeBron James or a Steph Curry. Um, but, you know, keeping that in mind, just, you know, are people going to have a hard time spelling it, remembering it? And he was able to, to succeed because he's so talented. But a lot of people that go to Google or YouTube and they try to type in that name or have a conversation around that are going to have a hard time doing that. And that's also, by the way, why he's able to build the brand name, The Greek Freak. Okay, the Greek freak is his brand name and how a lot of people refer to him in, uh, instead. So he built that brand name, which can give him some, a lot of options and things that you can do with that in the future. So those are a few things to consider. Now, how do you come up with the name of your brand? How do you come up with ideas? I know this is something that I struggled with when I first started thinking of, you know, the name Project Life Mastery. I want to give you a few tips here on how you can brainstorm and be creative with this process. 
the first thing I'd, consider, I, I'd invite you to do is to consider what do you want your brand name to be about? What do you want this company to be about? What do you want people to feel and experience when they think of your company and your brand name? It's really important to think about this because that's really what a brand is. A brand, like I said, is a name that people recognize but associate emotion and, a feeling, and feelings too. So when you think about the biggest brands like Apple, when you think of the company Apple, how does that make you feel? What thoughts come to your mind? Well, when I think of Apple, I think of quality. I think of innovative. I think of the best, right? And if you think of the brand name Microsoft, for example, you might have different feelings and different emotions associated to that brand. If you think of the brand Louis Vuitton, you know, that's a brand name that people associate elegance and luxury and high end and status, right? And that's what they want to communicate. That's what they want people to feel. And that's why people buy that, you know, the products under that brand. That's why they buy Louis Vuitton or that's why they buy apples because they get that sense of feeling and significance from that. Similar to, let's say, Tesla. You know, why does someone buy a Tesla car? Well, when they think about the brand name, they think about technology and the best and innovative and you know, autonomous and electric and better for the environment. Those are things that represent the brand and that's why they've been able to attract customers in a demographic that want to buy their vehicle. So when you think about that, and I encourage you, by the way, to write down whatever words show up because part of this process is you're going to want to take out a journal and brainstorm and write down a lot of different words. So for me, when I thought of my brand that I wanted to build, Project Life Mastery, and oftentimes the subscribers and followers that follow me, you know, when they think about Project Life Mastery, when you think about Project Life Mastery, what comes to your mind? What feelings and emotions come up? Well, for a lot of people, it's feelings or emotions or words like inspirational, motivated, success, mastery, mastering your life, um, you know, business or marketing or freedom, uh, you know, uh, positivity. These are all feelings and emotions that as I've built my brand and created content and shared with people and all that sort of stuff, it's allowed me, allowed people to associate those feelings to my brand and I can, I'm represented in that way. Uh, transparency has been a big one for me because I've always shared things, I've been transparent about my life and my goals and the progress and my successes and failures and, and that also establishes trust and relationship, right? And those are positive things that you want to associate to your brand. So. What are the words, what are the feelings that you want your brand to be about? You know, maybe it's the most affordable products, or maybe it's luxury, or maybe it is quality, or maybe it is success. But think about what that is and make a list of that because those words and those feelings are gonna help you come up with that name. The next thing I'd recommend that you do is make a list of your competitors. Look at the brand names and analyze them of your competition in your market. Go to Google, go to YouTube, Type in different keywords that are related to your business and make a list of those company names too because you'll get a lot of good ideas from them. You can go to Amazon and type in certain keywords and different products and see what brand names come up for that. And I'd recommend to take the ones or take words that they might be using and add that to your list because right now you just want to brainstorm and make a list of words that you can later kind of put together. And then what I do is I'd also make a list of whatever words that come up for you and one thing I do like to do is I like to take this list of words and then I go to thesaurus.com and I put them in and I look to see what other variations or other recommended words show up, right? So if you take the word inspiration, you might find a variety of other words that show up 
that you can consider using as part of your brand name. And so what I did is when I thought about Project Life Mastery, one is I really liked the idea and concept of mastery. That was something that I was really focused on in my life back in 2012 and even years before that. I wanted to go deep with my education, improve myself. I really love self-development. That's been a constant in my life since I was 17 years old. And I've also believed in having a great balance in life. That's been my mission is I don't want to just become successful in one aspect of my life. I want to have a great balance and I call that life mastery. And I remember hearing some of these words from a few books that I read and a few mentors that I had and they kind of used these words and I thought, yeah, that's a really great idea and concept. I'd like to use that and perhaps turn that into a brand name and something that is part of my mission and how I want to live my life. It had a lot of meaning to me. And then I thought of the word project, and the word project really resonated with me because um, at the you know years before, I remember I read this book called The Game by Neil Strauss, and he created this self-development house called Project Hollywood, and all these guys were living together to improve their dating and their social skills. And so in my early 20s, I started a house in Vancouver, Canada called Project Vancouver. And that word project always resonated with me because I kind of view life mastery, it's a it's a big, you know, intimidating idea in some cases because I don't know if it's really even achievable. You know, you can progress towards it, but it's not an end final destination of mastery where you just mastered every aspect of your life. I think it's an ongoing journey. And so the word project kind of represented for me that this is a project that I'm embarking on. This is a journey that I'm embarking on. And by adding that project life mastery, would kind of represent here on YouTube that, hey, I'm someone on this project, on this journey of improving and mastering every part of my life. And so I felt that really went together in a great way. So that's how I came up with my brand name, is just thinking of these words and putting them together. And I remember I had maybe five or 10 ideas that I narrowed it down to. And one thing that helped me choose my brand name is I asked other people. I asked my friends, I asked my family, I reached out to them, hey, what do you think about this name or that name? And I had them vote. If you gave people five or 10 you know, uh, ideas that you have and you have them vote on it, and today you can you know, ask in your, your Facebook friends or social media, uh, you can get a lot of good ideas from other people in terms of what they like and what they feel is a good brand name. So that's how I came up with Project Life Mastery. Now there's a few more things that I did have to consider before I really chose to go with that name. And these are really important because you might have a great brand name, but it might violate some of these other criteria that I wanna share with you. The first is making sure that you can get the .com of that brand name. So most often when people think of your brand name and they try to go to your website, learn more, they're gonna to go to your website and they're gonna go and type in whatever that brand name is, .com. So for example, people are gonna to go to www.projectlifemastery.com. Now, let's say that someone else owns the .com for this brand name that you're considering. Well, that's a bit of a disadvantage. That's a bit of a challenge because let's say you end up settling with the .net or the .co.uk or the .ca. Let's say you get one of those brand names. The problem with that is that as you grow your brand and more and more people know about it and recognize it and you're investing your money and your time to building this name, to building your brand, what's going to happen is a lot of your audience and people that think about your brand, when they go to Google or when they go to you know, their browser and type in that brand name, most of them are going to automatically assume and go to the .com. And so if they end up, you know, someone, for example, if you guys follow me and I've got over a million subscribers on YouTube and you go to www.projectlifemaster.com and it's someone else's website and it's not me, 
you're gonna be confused by that. And then you're gonna have to try to guess and figure out, is it .net, is it .ca, does he not have a website? And you're gonna, you're gonna lose some of your, your, your audience and your customers, in my opinion, by not owning the .com. So ideally you wanna own the .com, and then on top of that, protect and even own the .net, the .co.uk, the .org, the .ca, and even own those too so that other people can't take those. So that is another thing to think about, which can make this process a little bit more challenging, unfortunately, because a lot of you know a lot of really great brand names have been taken. There are some cases where you can buy the domain. You can go to GoDaddy.com, and there's auctions, and there's places you can buy domain names. Uh, so that could be an option for you to, uh, as well. In fact, if you, even if you're trying to come up with ideas, you can go to you know GoDaddy auctions and see what domains and brand names are available that you could buy and take ownership of. The other criteria and thing you wanna think about is whether or not this brand name is already being used by someone else and they own the trademark for it. So we all have the ability to trademark our brand name in any country. So for example, if you wanted to own the trademark for your brand name in the United States, then you'd have to file for a trademark on the USPTO. The USPTO website is the United States Patent and Trademark Office. That gives you the ability to own the rights to that name. Now, if you choose a brand name and you own the .com and you build it up and then you later find out that someone else owns the rights to this name related to what the purpose of your business is, because when you do trademark something, it has to be relevant to what, to, to what um, uh, the, the, the niche or the topic of what you're building around. So for example, you know, the brand name Apple, you can't use that name that's related to computers and, and smartphones and technology and whatever else they've trademarked it for. Now let's say you wanted to open a grocery store called Apple. Well in that case you probably could and you're not violating their trademark because they've only trademarked it for certain uses and not for every other use. So you could have an Apple grocery store and be free and clear from that. So that is something you do want to consider though, is making sure you're not violating a trademark because I've had experiences where I've violated trademarks, unfortunately, without even knowing it. And I know many other people have as well. And it becomes a huge pain in the butt when you find that out or someone you know, files a cease and desist and tells you to stop using that name because you're violating their trademark. They could potentially sue you for that. And then you have to rebrand. You know, you have to change their brand name and now that's gonna confuse your customers and your followers and your audience because they're gonna wonder why you had to change your name to a different name. So that's another important thing that you do wanna consider. You could do a free search at the USPTO website. Uh, that's in the United States. Although if you want to build your brand in Canada or in Europe or other parts of the world, keep in mind you're gonna to have to follow a trademark in that country as well or at least do a trademark search. Now, owning the trademark is something you don't really have to own right away. Usually filing a trademark, because it does cost money, is something that you do once you've built the brand and it actually has some value that's worth protecting so that other people don't come and use and steal that name. Uh, most often, if you have no subscribers, no followers, no one knows your company, you have no customers, there's really not that much to protect. And you know, if someone does end up using it, it's not the end of the world because you're still at that beginning stage and it's not a big deal now to change that to something else. But it becomes a lot harder when you've built something and you do have customers and it does have value. That's really one really want to, you really want to prioritize the trade market and protect that brand. Okay. A few other tips for you guys is once you have your brand name established, you want to get a logo done, uh, a logo you can get done very inexpensively at fiverr.com. Okay. Fiverr.com. I'll put a link for you below. 
you can get people from there or you can go to 99designs.com or upwork.com. You can hire a graphic designer to design the logo for you. Uh, that's also great to have it on your website. And then also you wanna reserve the social media platforms too. You wanna get your URL, the link for the social media platforms. So once you, once you have your brand name, you get the .com, but you also wanna set up the Facebook page, the Instagram page, the YouTube page, um, Pinterest page, some of these other platforms, even if you have no intention of using it, if you can still reserve that name and just kinda of get the account set up, you know, get Pinterest.com slash Project Life Mastery or Instagram.com slash Project Life Mastery or whatever your brand name is, even if you don't use it, you're protecting it so that someone else can't come and steal that because maybe you want to use that at some point in the future. So that's another thing that I would consider is making sure that you just reserve those and take ownership of it. So that's it. That's how you come up with a great brand name and a few different tips of things you want to consider and think about as you create your brand name. And once you've got that, then it becomes a lot more fun where you can really build that brand name up and build and establish your business. So I wanna thank you so much for watching this video. If you enjoyed it, please give this video a thumbs up here on YouTube. Subscribe here on YouTube for more videos on how to improve your life, your business, how to build your brand. Otherwise, I wanna thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you again in the next video. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.